Well, hello, it's Pastor Carson from Calvary Tabernacle. Thanks for stopping by the podcast. We hope that it's a blessing to you, whether you're catching one of the Sunday or Wednesday messages, or maybe you're jumping on to listen to one of the Saturday snapshots. We're doing everything we can right here in the beautiful Fountain Square area of Indianapolis to try to reach and connect and disciple people towards Jesus Christ. Enjoy what you listen to, and I hope that it's a benefit to your life. Luke chapter 4. Now, um, you got a unique opportunity here in Luke chapter 4. We're reading, this is uh, an option and an opportunity in the synoptics where we read about the multiple temptations from Satan to Christ in the opening portion of Luke chapter 4, where he finally in verse 8 says, just get behind me, Satan. It's written. And you go on down. The Bible says in verse 13 that uh, when the devil had ended, he departed for a season. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. Okay? And there went out fame of him through all the region round about, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and his custom was. He went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, and he stood up for to read. Okay? Everybody say he's back home. Mm-hmm. So they deliver unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he opened up the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, the recovering of sight to the blind. Wow, this sounds good. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Period. And he closed the book. Rolled it up. Gave it back to the minister. And sat down. All the eyes of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. I think they were fastened on him because he stopped reading early. They expected him to keep going. Because the text doesn't stop here in its original. But he stopped. And then he said something nobody in that room wanted to hear. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Everybody give me your best gasp. (gasps) That's it. We're having a drama. That was fantastic. I'd love to have the sound effect of that. All bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which were proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, isn't this Joseph's boy? He said unto them, you're going to say unto me this proverb, physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own 
country. I'm going to preach a little, I'm just going to preach a little while with the help of God when the devil's not the problem. When the devil's not the problem. Mm, felt a little something even there in the title. Pray with me. God, we feel your spirit in this place. I want to do my best to articulate what I feel. I know you've laid this on my heart. I want to help the people in this house. I pray that you touch our ears to hear, our minds, our hearts to receive. Help us to be effective. Help me to articulate with wisdom and with clarity in a way that it might be palatable, receivable by the people, that it might be applicable. We need it to be spiritual, but we need it to be practical. I pray that you would help me. Help me. Help us. Let your work be done here in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And let everybody shout amen. amen. Now before you're seated, I want you to find two or three people. And I need you to help me by telling them these words. It's not always the devil. You've heard me say this before, but I want to reiterate this tonight. You can be spiritual without being mystical. In fact, let me say it in this way. You need to be spiritual without being mystical. Okay? Let me say it another way. There's not a devil under every rock. Wouldn't it be easier if everything that went wrong was in fact the devil's fault? <laughs> Why were you late for service? That old devil. What'd you call your wife? No, 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 no. No, careful, careful. How about this, teenagers? What? Where's your homework? The devil. Mm, mm -hmm. Absolutely mess up an assignment at work. This was supposed to be, what happened? The devil. Imagine if that was a universal Get out of jail free car. The devil. The devil. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not always the devil. And I refuse to let you believe the lie that your flesh is always under the influence of the devil. Somewhere along the line, that creeped in as a theology too. Well, if it wasn't for this flesh under the influence of the devil. No, it's just under lack of discipline. If your flesh won't act right, you got you to blame. Well, that's not real good preaching, is it? That's just... <laughs> just yell the name of Jesus or something and we'll shout. It's, it's an interesting thing to go home. It's an interesting thing to visit the place where you grew up. 
Some of you, you grew up here and so you've always been. You can, be, you can become a, a senior and you're still little so-and-so to somebody. Get married, have kids of your own, but in their eyes, you're still little this or little that, even if you're not little at all. But for many of you, this is a week of travel and you'll travel home, you'll head back to a place where you grew up and where your family secrets are still known. Huh. All those stories about who you were. Those little things you're glad that nobody knows. Those perceptions of you. You know, people be, build perceptions. You took one pack of gum when you were seven years old. And to some people, you've been a kleptomaniac ever since. You got to watch old sticky fingers Johnny there. He... <laughs> How many know you can build a reputation at home? And unfortunately... Often people build reputation not based on who they are, but based on who their parents are. Oftentimes, individuals are labeled with a title based on their parental guardians more than their own individual behavior. And people at a certain level filter every thought about junior through their perception of their parents. And so the way they view him is based on the way they view them. And so now with that, if you were able to follow me there, with that concept in mind, now picture not Jesus the God manifested in the flesh walking in to his hometown synagogue on the Sabbath, but picture the boy who they said was born of a virgin. Joseph's son. Who had still been questioned whether they got together before they were ever married. Because I know the whole virgin birth thing's been talked about, but yeah, right. Come on, can we be real? He walks in under years of question and picks up the text to read. And when Jesus begins to read, he is reading what was delivered to him. Brother Herbst, is it not fascinating that the scroll given to Christ is from the great prophet Isaiah? The one who himself would be the prophet to pin. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Mm. The prophet who would pin of the miraculous deliverance of God's people. And the portion which he began to read. read I invite you back to the text to verse 18 of Luke 4. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Pause with the comma. Pause in the moment and imagine the two worlds of you that are at play. You have God manifest in flesh to some 
while you have Joseph's boy to others. How I receive your word is based on how I perceive you at all. That's why I can stand up and preach and there will be people that will be ready to do cartwheels, but there will be some that still have a question over me. I'm not offended by that. You don't hurt anybody but you. When I walk into a conference or I walk into a church and there's been somebody that's disgruntled or something that's taking place and they're upset at me. Listen, here's the deal. Most of the time people are not against you. They're just for themselves. And you just got to live that way. You just got to go forward either way. And Jesus begins to read. And he begins to read as he. Listen, folks, it's important. I know you know, but let's just act like you don't. He's the one bringing the freedom. He's the one bringing the deliverance. The Lord in flesh just read The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Had they known who was there, Brother Stoner, they would have had a shout down in the synagogue. They would have. There would have been bobby pins everywhere. But the problem is you can be in His proximity and not really be in His presence. Close enough to hear Him, just not close enough to receive Him. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Let's follow the comma. Because He hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's good. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Oh, I like that. To preach deliverance to the captives. And recovering of sight to the blind. And to set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. How many would agree that's good? Jesus, I don't want to tell you what to do, but you're on a roll. Why do you stop reading? Turn in your Bible to Isaiah 61 if you will. That's where this text is drawn from. Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach good tidings to the meek. To bind up the brokenhearted. Proclaim liberty to the captives. The opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. In Isaiah 61, there's a comma. In Luke 4... There's a period. Can I tell you what I never want for Calvary? I never want him to stop speaking early. I never want him to stop his word early. But I'm going to tell you why he stopped reading. He stopped reading because he could feel their hearts. Brother Brzezinski, he closed up the scroll and he walked away while they reasoned among themselves. After he said, this is fulfilled before you today, he gave them the opportunity to reason among themselves. Isn't this Joseph's son? He had just 
walked away from the devil himself subject. The devil. The act, when the devil is the problem. <laughs> the actual devil in the wilderness. And Jesus overcame him. And engaged in a long dialogue. Brother Butler in a long dialogue with him. This ought to make us nervous, Brother Denny. He spent more time talking to the devil than he would the guys in the synagogue. Yikes. He spent more time dialoguing with him. You know why? Because the devil knew who he was. But in Luke 4... He gives us a little insight. I have no real time to give to people who refuse to accept who I am. Mm. There's no reason for me to waste any more breath reading it because you're still waiting on somebody to come and you have already discredited who I am because of where I came from. He's going to tell them. A prophet, is he's never without honor until he goes home. Here I came home. The problem is with that is he really wasn't home. <laughs> he was born. He was born in the area. They've, they've called him a Nazarite. They, they're they're going to attribute him to Nazareth rather. And, and, and we're gonna, but, but, but this was never home for him. This wasn't home for him. This, this God manifest in the flesh. Knit together with John. That in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was. Say it. It was with God. And the Word. It was God. Watch this. The Word walked into the synagogue and read himself. Think about it. The word, flesh, walked in and read. And they said, In this, Joseph. In this, Joseph. And he goes to chastising them. He said, I, I, I bet you're going to talk about it. Listen, can we just, I'll have more fun. So let's just read this. You're going to surely say unto me this problem. Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. Watch this. Watch this. They were not ready for the verbal lashing that was about to come. 25. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land, but unto none of them was Elijah sent, save only unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon unto a woman that was a widow. And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elias the prophet, and none of them was cleansed, saving Naaman the Syrian. And all the synagogue, when they heard this, they were filled with wrath. It's fine, Brother Carson. You read it kind of passionate, but I don't 
understand that King James ease. What was he saying? He said, no miracles are done here because of the way you limit people. He said, it's not that there's a lack of needs. It's that you think you've got all this tied together in a bow and you won't let there be miracles released. So in order for them to see a miracle, they got to leave your precious they got to leave your ideologies and they got to leave your customs and most often they even got to leave your property because you're more in love with your protocol than you are your promise. Man, I feel like preaching right now. I've come to tell you what I want for Calvary Tabernacle and for the city of Indianapolis is I want Jesus Christ to be recognized for who he is and for what he is and for what he desires to be. I'm going to say it very clearly and you can clap if you agree. He is not another member of the Godhead. He is not simply a prophet. He is not simply... He's not just one choice in many religions. He is the God of Father of all. He is the one God. I don't care if you've heard that for 50 years. You need to hear it again right now. If we preach nothing else but Christ and Him crucified, we will have done well. Think about that. Think about the fact that you know who he is. You know who he is when you say his name, when you allow it. We Listen, that's why we cannot in vain speak the name of the Lord. We cannot too casually allow ourselves to utter or to speak that name. For when we say Jesus, when we allow it to come, when the breath pushes up and the diaphragm pushes through our vocal cords and it comes out of our mouth, heaven is called to attention. For he is the lily of the valley. He is the bright and morning star. He is the fairest of 10,000 to my soul. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is Jehovah Nisai. He is Jehovah in Kadesh. He is from the old to the new. But at the root of it all, he's Jesus Christ. It's a name that's above every, every, every. If you know who he is, I want you to take time and just praise the name of Jesus. Hatalabokoya. It's the name. Ah, come on, let's really take a minute and praise him. It's why we're not apologetic to praising. You people are Jesus only. Now we're Jesus everything. We are. We're Jesus when we get up. We're Jesus in the noonday. We're Jesus in the evening time. We're Jesus at the midnight hour. We, it's what we walk. It's how we talk. We live, sleep, breathe. It's everything we are because he's everything we need. It's all in him. Yeah. 
And they're sitting around mad. He won't just read the text. Brother Wombo just... Read the text. Just read the text. Let's just do it like we've always done it before. Read the text. Read the text. Read the text. And so when he stopped reading early, why'd he, why'd he stop? Hey, boy. Hey, boy. You got the privilege to read today. If you're going to read, you read the whole text. You got the privilege to read, don't you? And he closed it. Um, this, this scripture, try to put yourself in the setting. Try to. Try to put yourself in the room when Jesus, Joseph's boy, looked at them and said, you know, today this scripture's fulfilled. And he smiled. I'm here. <laughs> they got righteous indignation. Isn't it, Joseph? Isn't it, Joseph? Watch this, though. Luke 4. Luke 4. Come on. Luke 4. What happens? What's he do? Go to verse, go to verse uh, 28. All they in the synagogue... When they heard that they were filled with wrath, that's where we left off, verse 29. They rose up. Yeah. They all stood, but it wasn't a good standing. They thrust him out of the city. They were more, they were more content to read about a promise than to receive a promise. Because if I actually have to receive it, I have to accept the reality that my position no longer holds great significance. It's bringing a change to the dispensation that has me seated in some sense of hierarchy. Uh, how long do I spend there? This is not about us. Oh, this is not. This is not about us. It's about Him. So look, 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 look. Are you there? I hope you're there in your Bible. If not, you follow along on the screen. You can cheat right along. Watch this, what they want to do. They, they led him unto the brow of the hill whereon the city was built that they might cast him down headlong. They're about... They didn't like it so much. They didn't like it so much. They're going to cast him down. Let's give him, a, let's give him a, a cliff throw here. But, but what's the next verse say? What's 30? But he passing through the midst of them. Now we, this is never a, a, a scripture that gets preached. But Brother Chris, that's a cool scene right there. Where'd he go? Who? The, you know, the Jewish guy, Joseph, the one we, 
Jim, you know what I'm talking about. The guy we were going to throw off. Where you, sandals, robe. We've all got He just, he just went his way. It's a confidence for us to recognize and understand a later coming conclusion of his earthly life that his life again, it reinforces it was not taken, but he gave it in proper time, in proper procedure. He yielded, that's what the scripture says, he yielded up the ghost. He gave up. But this was not yet time. This was a time of confrontation for his hometown. Uh-huh. Some of y'all are going to have hometown confrontation this week. And not just because they cheated Uno. But because they don't like the fact that you're a one God apostolic. They don't like the fact that you choose to live a certain way and dress a certain way and talk a certain way. And when they go to passing out, when they go passing out late night drinks and you say, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want anything. I don't do that. And they want to look at you and sneer at you. Some of y'all are going to face a little hometown criticism this week. I know who you are. I know, you're, I know where you really come from. You, you cannot allow the sneering of the crowd to detour your mission. If Christ is your example, you just got to work your way through the crowd. And he walks. Now watch this for me. This is the best. This, this is the funny part. Thank you for allowing me to walk you forward here. And he came, verse 31, into where? Capernaum. A city of Galilee and taught them on the Sabbath days. And they, <laughs> they were astonished at his doctrine. His word was with power. And in the synagogue, time out, we've just, we've, we've just been We've just been in a different synagogue. That didn't go so good. And in the synagogue, there was a man which had a spirit of an unclean devil. And he cried out with a loud voice, let us alone. Picture that. Sometimes devils come to church. I'm looking down. Don't <laughs> Let us alone. What have we to do with thee? Watch this. Thou, Jesus of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art. Imagine this. Imagine this. The people just called him Joseph's boy, and the devil said, you're the Holy One of God. At the start of the chapter, he rebukes the devil and he leaves. At the end of the chapter, 
He doesn't even begin conversation. The devils cry out. The devils weren't the problem. Those high-minded hypocrites. Oh, I feel like preaching now. It's not always the devil. I'm going to tell you what's hindering us in North America from having revival right now. We are refusing to acknowledge the name of Jesus Christ and the reality of his power. But I am going to give a proposal and even a charge to Calvary Tabernacle tonight. I didn't know it was going to feel this strong to me, but I sure feel it now. I want you to hear this. I give you this charge in the fear of God. If we don't do it, I don't know who we think is going to. If we don't lift up the name, who do we think is going to lift up the name? If we don't magnify the name, who do we think is going to magnify? The name? So I'm setting us, I'm setting us on our true north. Sister Gail, I want us to be a church that every time the doors are open, people know if you go there, you'll meet Jesus. If you go there, you'll feel Jesus. Oh, my, 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 my. Come on. If they come here, I want them to know. If you go to that church and they pray for you in the name of Jesus, there's a good chance you're going to walk out healed. Do we still believe that? Do we still? Put the needs list from prayer. Put the needs list up on that screen, if you will. I didn't give him the, I didn't give him a heads up on this, so I'm throwing him a curveball. See that right there? That is not our God. And that is not our intimidator. And that is not to make us fearful. We are not putting those names up there because we don't believe. We're putting those names up there because we believe in the name of Jesus. Come on, I'm preaching to somebody, right? I'm preaching to somebody watching from home. If your name's on that list, when we pray in the name of Jesus, I'm not going to let the devils out believe me. I'm not going to let the devils out faith me. I believe when I call on his name, he's able. I believe when I speak his name. Brother Chris, go ahead and leap a little bit right now. When we come in this house, we are not going to shut down worship. We are not going to shut down praise. We are not... And I'm going to say it, I'm going to say it this way. I'm not going to have to preach about worship for us to worship. It's just going to be who we are. We come in ready to praise Him. We come in ready to shout. We come in ready to magnify. I don't need the right song. I don't need the right orchestra number. I don't need, no, 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 no. I just need a name. I need a name. That's a buddy. Brother Harrison, the devil's not the problem. But if we could blame everything on him, Brother Titus, it would take us off the hook. Brother Jordan, if I could blame everything on the devil, then it would take me off the hook for having to get my own act together. Ah! You know how many people want to blame the devil because they just won't live right? The devil is not the reason you won't quit messing around. How real can I be here tonight? I... The 
devil's not the reason you can't fast. The devil's not the reason you can't dress right. The devil's not the problem. We're the problem. We're the problem when we are so unenamored with his presence. Just read the book. Just read the scroll. Just read. Just preach me something old in a new way. Preach me something from an ancient text in a way I've never heard it from before. Dig me up some theological nugget so that I can devour it in such a way that I'll be able to walk out and slap somebody on the back and say, I never heard it that way before. I'm not against that. I believe in presenting it well. I doubt to believe that most of us have considered Luke 4 in this particular context. That it starts with the devil and ends with the devil and the people of the problem in the middle. But I'm telling you, this is the worst taste in Oreo you ever saw. Because it puts us on the judgment seat. And it asks us this question. It begs this question of us, Brother Sleva. Who do we think walks in when we get in the presence of God? How do we really respond? How do we really respond when we recognize that God himself is in the building? How do we respond when we recognize? I'm going to tell you what, Calvary Tabernacle, when we walk in this place, I believe we walk in the presence of an almighty God. And when we begin to sing about his... When we begin to sing about his goodness... What's that song that, that, that the choir was even singing, I Got a Fire, pulled from the great prophet? So it's like a fire shut up in his bones. I don't even want to tell people, but it's like a fire. I don't even want to, but it's like a fire. I showed up tired. I didn't even want to worship him, but it's like a fire. It's, it's like, when I remember who he is, and when I think about what he's done for me, woo, when I consider the works of his hands, when I imagine all of his excellent goodness, all of his great, it's not just to me, but it's been to my family, and it's been to our city, and it's been to our church. Stand with me. Whoo. I know who you are. Have you come to destroy us? You're the Holy One. Watch this. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace. That's a nice way of it's a nice way of saying Jesus said, shut up. And if you want to put it in the King James, shutteth. <laughs> and watch this. <laughs> Came out of it. Because he could get the devil to shut up when he couldn't get the people to. He is not interested in people that won't praise him. But I got Bible that tells me he will inhabit 
the presence of people that will. <sighs> He'll be drawn. I don't want to be a synagogue. I don't want to be a church where he feels out of place. No, 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 no. I want to be a church that magnifies. I want the angels happy about coming here. Now forgive me. Forgive me, but this is how my mind, this is how my mind works. I get excited when church comes around. I get excited when it's church time. You should thank God for that since I got to preach. <laughs> but I get excited about the thought of church. There's just this part of my human reasoning. And I know, I, I know I'm trying to deal with the eternal things and, and supernatural. And remember, I, I think you can be spiritual without being mystical. But there's this part of my human reasoning that wants the angels to be excited about when Calvary comes together. Wish I could explain it how I'm feeling it right now. I, I wish there was this thing in the heavenlies that knew when it was start time. Those folks down there, they praise in a way that few praise anymore. A lot of people are cursing his name, but those people, when they come together, I mean, they don't, it doesn't matter who's leading worship because we don't worship the worship leader. And it doesn't matter who's on the keyboard because we're not praising the keyboard. No, 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 no. But before they can ever get into the podium, they begin to praise. You know, we've got this other, we've got this other chapter here in this book of prophecy where it speaks about the seraphim. Six wings, the Bible says, with two they did cover their face, and with two they did cover their feet, and with two they did fly, and they would cry one to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. The whole earth is filled with his glory and about the time that the seraphim on this side would finish calling out a seraphim on the other side would echo those same words holy 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 is the Lord the whole earth is filled with his glory and while in our minds it might feel redundant in the mind of God it is eternal praise and recognition I want to tell you something right now. He never grows tired of us worshiping who He is. He never grows weary. I've been in church for 50 years, Pastor. And every time a little praise escapes your mouth. I feel something right now. Boy, I feel something right now. I want you to throw your hands towards heaven. And if you've ever shouted, I want you to shout right now. Don't think about what's taking place in your life. Don't think about what's taking place in your marriage. Don't think about... Just praise Him because you know He's worthy. 